John Deere tractors and implements. Always been a thing around here. Now, I know it's a point of contention between some farmers. You know, some farmers are, you know, prefer blue or red or orange or you name it. Uh, but of course, I think everybody can uh, recognize that uh, North Washington Implement, that used to be called, uh, played a, an important role in the farming community and the heritage of Linden and the surrounding uh, farming areas. And it just so happens that they're recognizing that history, honoring that history, and showing, teaching, educating a bit about it at. The museum in Linden, which I say it that way because for a long time it has been known as the Linden Pioneer Museum, but they've actually changed their name. And, well, we need to find out more about that as well. Their new director, Amanda May, joins us on the Farming Show this morning. And and good morning uh, to you listening, by the way, Dylan Honkoop here on the Farming Show on KGMI. I'm with Watkin Family Farmers and Save Family Farming. And again, Amanda May with the Linden Heritage Museum is with us here on KGMI this morning. Amanda, talk about, um, well, we can talk about why you changed the name for the museum, which I actually think is is a really good idea, to be honest. But let's talk about John Deere tractors first and, and what's happening at the museum right now. Uh, so John Deere, the exhibit's called Pioneering Partnerships, uh, the legacy of John Deere and Washington Northwash. Sorry, Northwash. Yep, that's and what I always yeah, knew it as. Northwash, yeah. North Washington, <laughs> North Washington implement for the people who don't know, and yep. Northwash for the people who do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the exhibit is really about the history of the shared history between the development of. John Deere and Northwash because Northwash started in the early 1900s. And even though John Deere had almost a hundred years on them, the fact that tractors only came really into an existence in that about that mm-hmm. same time, yeah. they developed each other right, like right along the, the timeline there. Just each one tractors came out and Northwash was able to bring it out to the farming community. And it's just also a really important time frame to pay attention to because it contributed in such a significant way to the agricultural development in our own community Yeah, and how sure. that plays a role and how, everybody engaged and how that changed how the crops changed over that time and and with it the implements changed with them the employees that we had that used to work at those stores started they had all sorts of stories (laughs) all sorts of stories so it's just celebrating that i guess i say john deere tractors but technically what made john deere a thing was the blacksmith named john Uh deere and it was the plow the moldboard plow that he kind of innovated on it's not that there weren't plows before then but how his Mm -hmm. plow worked was something that uh was was a game changer Mm -hmm. for the farming on the soils uh particularly of the midwest where it all got started so i really i guess i'm remiss in just saying it's about tractors because it was about other things first and if i recall if i recall correctly john deere 
trying to make or had somebody in their business uh, take a stab at building a tractor prototype and it failed. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they ended up seeing, hey, uh, this Waterloo boy tractor mm-hmm. was being made. And they, they essentially took that over from the company that had been making it. And do I have that yeah. right? To some extent. So the tractor, they, they actually tried making their own tractor. And it wasn't that it was a fail. It was that it was actually too expensive to make in the economy that they were currently in. So there was no way for them to market it in a way that would be appealing for farmers. It was too expensive. So then they put that on pause. Waterloo Boy had a better design. So when they bought the company, got the Waterloo Boy, it was like a $1,500 tractor versus a $700 tractor. Right. So it was more affordable. So just different times and economy, if you really think back to it, the inventions and the uh, tractors and the implements that were were successful had a big um, were really impacted on how successful the farming community was yeah. at the time. If the yeah. farming community wasn't successful, they went back to the drawing board and they found something that was more accessible for them to use. I think it's also interesting too that you know the John Deere name is synonymous with tractors now, culturally, yes. globally, even. Mm-hmm. But really, John Deere didn't start the whole tractor thing. They were playing catch-up at that time. That's the reason they, they were, if I recall, yeah. developed that first prototype was they were trying to play catch-up with some of these others mm-hmm. that were, you know, there were steam tractors and kerosene tractors yeah. then, and, and they were trying to catch up with that technology. Obviously, they, they ended up, uh, not at first, but uh, ended up doing mm-hmm. okay with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, no there's two, yeah, there's two points in history for John Deere that they were the last to bring um, certain things. So like they were one of the last few to get into the tractor business. And they were also one of the last few to switch out of two cylinder. That was the other thing. So those two major transitions and obviously each company has their own way to catch up and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they weren't always ahead of the game. For people who uh, don't know the significance of the the two cylinder tractor, those are, well, some people call them the old Johnny poppers, you know, the the old tractors that pop, 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 you know, real slow um, uh, engine, noisy engine sound. And and so you'll notice those in the uh, Farmer's Day Parade coming up in Linden that's a two-cylinder tractor if you hear it pop pop popping down the mm-hmm. down the street um and my grandpa had one of those right on into through the 50s and 60s and he was still you know scraping out his barns with a two-cylinder tractor oh, when yeah. I was a kid in the in the 80s <laughs> everybody if they grew up with one that's like the their very vivid memory of their grandparents or their parents having one of those in their you know farming it yeah he, farming barn. He had a an old forty U, and uh, actually, my dad's cousin Ron, who, Ron Honkoop, who's a oh, mechanic yeah. at uh, John Deere still, or I, I don't know if he's still turning wrenches there. I think he is. Uh, I haven't I haven't touched base with him for well, I probably haven't seen him for a year or two since I've oh. had a good chat with him. <laughs> anyway, he still has that same tractor that uh, my yeah. my grandpa bought um, back in the mid fifties. Again, Amanda May is with us right now. She's the director of the Linden Heritage Museum. 
uh, which is the new brand, the new name for the Linden Pioneer Museum, um, talking about their new exhibit focusing on John Deere tractors and its connection to the agricultural heritage of our community here in North Whatcom County. So talk about what, what, is, what is the exhibit, what does it all entail, and, and how did you guys get so, started on this? Well, uh, it started with the fact that the, the John Deere D, which is 100 years old this year, mm. uh, was brought to us by Jim Hale, who used to own Northwash. Yep. And he said, I have this. We'd, I'd love, I just want to bring it to you and see what your ideas are. Can it find a good home with us at the museum? And so we, we basically took that and we got to where we are, which is, the the storyline legacy of John Deere and North Washington implement and the exhibit is just about celebrating agricultural cultural agri agricultural culture mm -hmm. <laughs> and mouthful. and how it relates to us yeah it's just it's yes it's a brand name and John Deere is a brand name and North Wash is a company name yep. but at at its true roots it's really about how all these teams of people chip in to come up with better ways for people to farm and be successful and produce the best agricultural products that they can. Now it's you, really what it's about. Now, the museum has had John Deere tractors on display yes. for as long as I can for remember. For a long time. Um, mm -hmm. so, so what can people expect? What's different? What did you guys set up? What's different here is, one, it's the newest exhibit we've had in probably about five years. So okay. it's, it's more updated. Um, we're taking on a little bit of a different style. The presentation is a little bit different. We want it to be a little bit more engaging for people so you can walk through it. There's some activities for the kids that they can engage in. Uh, there's some push buttons. There's some videos that you guys can watch when you go through it. Um, it's just a little bit more presentation friendly for people who want to gauge a little bit more with the history rather than um, read the boards which, that we have, which is wonderful. And people love those, too. But it's just a little bit more engaging. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you've already had kind of a special event with this and you have another one mm -hmm. coming up. Yep, we have we had one last night, which was for uh, members only. You get private viewing of exhibits before they open to the public, and then it's by special invitation for other people. And then on the third is the grand public opening of this exhibit, where people can come in and see it and walk through and engage with it and watch the videos, and then walk around the rest of the museum as well. It's a little extra perk there, a little motivation yeah. to become a member. Hey, you can you yeah. can get a, a week or two jump on some of these, if not more, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, treat you to some food and you know make it really special i heard that it was a really nice event again this is the farming show on kgmi i am dylan honkoop with whatcom family farmers which by the way the the mission of whatcom family farmers is about uh, preserving the heritage and the future of family farming in whatcom county and certainly this is an important part of the heritage of of farming here. We're talking with Amanda May of the Linden Heritage Museum about their new exhibit. Uh, what is what do people need to know if they're going to to show up and, and check it out uh, as far as coming up uh, for the the grand opening uh, on the mm -hmm. third and on from there days, hours, sure. costs, yeah. things like that. What do people need to know? So if you come to the grand opening, that is our free day of uh, open, uh, our free open house that we have. So admission is free. We've got some snacks and fun stuff for the kids that's for free. 
Uh, we've got uh, people donating items like con candy and Italian sodas. You know, just a really great family fun event. Mm-hmm. If you can't make it there, that's okay. It's going to be open for the next, obviously, quite a few years. And it's just normal admission days. We're open Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. through Monday through Saturday, and then 12 to 4 on Sunday. And admission is $10 for an adult and $7 for a senior. And actually, starting this month, Kids under the age of 18, students under the age of 18 actually get in free for the rest of the year. That's awesome. Yes. And so, it man, it have, I always, have I always loved that museum since I was mm. young, young. The first time I remember going through, it was just a world of awe to me. Yeah. <laughs> the Linden, uh, at that time, the Linden Pioneer Museum. But I guess I, I should mention, you know, this grand opening, same day as the Farmer's Day Parade. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming, like, what, what time do you right guys after. open up? Right after the parade so, gets yep, done? So we're in the parade, so we'll have our own entry, and we'll basically go through the parade and basically tell everybody to follow us and it's basically open as soon as the farmer's day parade is done and we're there till four o'clock so people can kind of come and go as they please and take their time and have some family fun i think that's awesome because you know people often go to the parade and then think well what are we going to do and you know often they'll go out for lunch or something um Mm -hmm. but what else are you going to do hey how about you go to the museum you're right there already you're already in that mood from seeing lots of cool old tractors and other local heritage and and yes. current and future in the parade, mm-hmm. go to the museum. Um, to the museum so, yeah. so talk about your time. Now, how long have you been director there? You know, Troy and Lugan, Bill, long time uh, director mm-hmm. of the museum. You took over, what, a year or so ago? Yeah, a little over a year and a half. Okay. Yep, and I was actually on the board previous to that yeah. for quite a few years, too. So I had a, a new kind of what was going on and everything. Yeah. But yeah, just a year and a half, so... Not very long, but long enough that we've been able to make these kind of changes that we were looking forward to doing and and putting new exhibits together and new kids activities, which was really important to us. And so you always got to be refreshing that kind of stuff Um, and different angles on the same thing. Sometimes, you know, different people uh, resonate with different you know types Mm -hmm. of presentations differently. So it can bring a fresh light to some of the the same things. Now, I imagine the the museum as a whole probably has a lot of similar things in it to I ask this because I, I'm, that's what I love about the Linden Pioneer Museum. I go to other museums and it seems like there's hardly anything there. You know, a lot of like mm-hmm. descriptions of how things were back when. I want to see the actual stuff. And the, yep. the museum here in Linden has always been incredible for lots of the real stuff from this town's history. Yes. Oh, there's three floors, right? Because you have the the old-fashioned buggies, horse-drawn buggies in the basement. We also have a new co- old vintage car collection, which is also in the basement. So we've got the whole basement floor. And then the whole middle floor is Pioneer Area and our Veterans Memorial and that the full-scale replica of uh, downtown Main Street, mm-hmm. the way it used to be in the 20s. And then there was, um, and then we have upstairs, which is a bunch of recreations of offices like doctor's office and dentist's office of the things that would have, you would have seen in the businesses that used to exist in London back in the day. I think with all of the tangible things there, and I've thought this since I was a little kid, it's a lot more immersive experience 
Um, mm-hmm. you, and particularly for young people, wow, life size. This is what <clears throat> some of this stuff actually looked like. And, and yes, and you can read and learn about it. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about changing the name, though, from Linden Pioneer Museum, yeah. which has been called for, <clears throat> I don't Long know, since time. the beginning. I, I don't know. Almost to, 50 years. Yeah. Until or and, and now called Linden Heritage Museum. Why did you make the change? Um, we just recognized that Pioneer kind of gave the wrong idea of what everything is that we have. We had gotten a recommendation a while ago from some other people in the industry and other museum directors that a lot of places are taking those era defining names out because it actually deters people from coming because they think, oh, all they've got is Pioneer stuff. And we need to kind of prepare for the future as well. So how do we encompass all of our history and all of our um, our heritage, yeah. really, that's what it is in one place while making sure people know what they can find there. And that, and we are already called the Linden Heritage Foundation. That's mm. kind of where that resonates from. Right. And so we just decided to carry it all the way through and just do a little slight word change there. And there we go. Well, and Pioneer denotes a specific era, really. Mm-hmm. There was the Pioneer yes. era. You guys have historical information and artifacts and all that from prior to that even you have the pioneer era covered which is cool because not all museums really have that but we have such a rich pioneer history here but then certainly Mm -hmm. after that too you know the 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 downtown uh replica and and so many other things It, it makes sense when you step back and think would you go to a museum that would be like uh linden 60s and 70s museum <laughs> right You're like well okay <laughs> right. i went there once okay, but well, yeah maybe not <laughs> no this yeah. encompasses mm-hmm. yeah all of of our area's history and and so yeah. once i yeah. read that it made a whole lot of sense to me yes um to go in that direction well and it's really also a way for us to get the community invested a little bit more as well you know it's their heritage it's all our heritages it's you know, it's our heritage now or past is different than what our heritage will be in the next 50 years too, yeah. because people change and they move and they, you know, that the agriculture change and that stuff changes. I mean, it just, it's ever evolving and we need to make sure that we plan so that we can include that as everything moves forward. Well, I would say if you have never been to the Linden was pioneer now heritage museum, Linden heritage museum, you need to go. And, um, it's not like I, you know, I'm I'm an advertising rep or anything for you guys. I just say that as somebody who's lived here my whole life and been there many, many times. And my mom was a docent there for a while, and I just really love it and believe in what you guys are doing there. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I, I, so I'm a big supporter. So if you've never been there, go there. If your kids have never been there, take them. If your grandkids have never been, go there, take them. Um, they will really enjoy it and they'll learn stuff along the way and gain a, an appreciation for more than just the here and now and whatever is on the on the cell phone or the iPad or <laughs> Netflix, you name it. Uh, go go do it. And, and one of those great days, again, coming up on Saturday the 3rd, which is Farmer's Day and the Farmer's Day Parade. It's the grand opening of this new John Deere exhibit and admission to the museum is free that day, right? Yes, All yes, right. free that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, no excuse not to, folks. Get out there no and excuse. do it and support the uh, museum or, or head 
over there any other time uh, too when they're open and and check it out amanda may uh the director of the linden heritage museum thank you so much for your time on the program and and thanks yeah. for what you do i know it's it's can be an, an awful lot of work it can be but it's been enjoyable and thank you for having me on